Solo BG. Hi, my name is Derek, and welcome to Solo BG. Before we start with the show, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to go right now to Facebook and please uh, search for us as a Solo BG podcast. In that way, you can follow us on Facebook. We will be starting a Twitter account soon and an Instagram account soon. But in that way, you can be updated with all the news from uh, the board games that we'll be playing in order to record them for the shows. So please go to Facebook right now and remember, search us as a Solo BG podcast. Now, on with the show. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most anticipated games from this previous 2018 uh, Gen Con, which is Tiny Epic Zombies. This is a game, of course, that it's atmosphere in the Tiny Epic's universe. Um, you know that Gamelin has been published before a few different Tiny Epics, which, in my opinion, they all are very good. In some of them, Tiny Epic series games, you were able to play as, as a solo or a cooperative. But in this particular case, which is Tiny Epic Zombies, you will be able to play it one to five players. So before we start to giving you more detail about the game, let's jump with some news. News. Right now on Kickstarter, you can find Watch, published by Mike Nade and from Rock Manor Games. Watch is a 60-minute cooperative adventure puzzle game for one of four players. In Watch, you must secure nine locations to prevent two acolytes from breaking the seals, holding back the evil on Hollowed. Each round, your party will visit a new location and choose an adventure to rest and take strategy camp actions. The rest of the party will assume watch and confront a line of creatures attempting to breach your camp. Using your dice to do a battle and activate unique class abilities, your team will need to approach each round combat puzzle with both cunning and resolve. In an epic campaign to stay alive, defeat the Arisen on Hollow and keep the campfire burning. You must use your wits and skill to fight for the light. Or all will perish to darkness. So check it out, Set a Watch, right now on Kickstarter. Also on Kickstarter, you can find right now Duel of Dragons. Duel of Dragons is published by Fundamental Games. Duel of Dragons is a simple jet strategy card game, pitting two powerful dragons against one another in a battle to the dead. One or two players, 44 cards, and less than 30 minutes per game. Players will each choose a dragon card to duel with and they will share a deck of cards consisting of combat cards, special attack cards, and action cards. What makes the game special is the building up of your combat cards through each round, which also influences the end of each round result, making every card played important both in the moment and at the end of each round. So check it out right now, Duo of Dragons on Kickstarter. Now I would like to talk about another game that I want to mention is not either solo or cooperative, but it's very different for everything that you know you see kind of common on the on the board games it's called gravity and it's on kickstarter right now uh, zero gravity is a 3d magnetic board game for two players up to four setting a dystopian future newton corporation the most beloved company that ever existed gives the world with hyperlocal gravity engines and together with them eternal peace and prosperity however to provide an outlet for all violence in aiding humans in such periods of peace and to amuse the crowds, Newton Corporation sponsors a brutal distraction, the Zero Gravity Tournament. In this Capture the Flag game, you control a team of warriors whose life is devoted to entertain the masses. Use the 3D arena to overthrow your enemies and please the public. Score cheers to win the match. Now, what is, what is different about this game 
is that you're playing in a square, like in a 3D game board, and you will be playing uh, the magnetized miniatures, you know, like either either like a upwards and different kind of weird position, like zero gravity, pretty much, like walking through the through the walls, through the roof. So it's something that is very different and unique, actually. And that's why I wanted to bring it up on this news, since I think that this is a very interesting game. So check it out right now on Kickstarter Zero Gravity by District Games. Also on Kickstarter, before we start with the game, we have another uh, game from the series of Tiny Epic, which is Tiny Epic Mechs, Mechanized Entertainment Combat Heroes. Now, I mentioned this uh, game on a news section, I believe, on the previous episode. But now it's official, now it's on Kickstarter, and now it's official too, that it's going to be able to play it as a solo game, one to four player. Uh, a fast-paced action programming game of arena combat featuring a mech and power armors to put your item meeples directly into. It's the year 3030, and the technology offers humankind unimaginable entertainment. What used to be a virtual reality is now reality, and sport that once occupied your flat screen now occupy the world stage. The largest of them embodies the evolution of integration of athleticism and machinery. Once every five years, hundreds of millions of viewers turn on to witness the spectacle that is mechs. Mechanized Entertainment Combat Heroes. So check it out right now on Kickstarter, Tiny Epic Mechs. So now let's jump into our today's game, Tiny Epic Zombies. Box and Cover. So let's start with the box and the cover of the game. Tiny Epic Zombies is published by Game Lean Games, a game of brutal survival by Scott Alms. The art that you find on the, on the box and the cover, it's great. It's definitely very thematic. It says the Tiny Epic Zombies, but with the letters kind of, you know, like uh, faking like flesh, like zombie flesh and a hand grabbing an eye and the word zombies like kind of with guts. So it's, it's super good. Uh, you have the main logo. Of the gambling games company on the middle on the bottom you have also a guy like running through a horde of zombies and he is holding like a like a lucille you know like the bat from the walking dead characters negan so it's a very nice illustration of what you're going to get in the game because when i say it's very thematic it's because it is like it describes you what you're going to be uh, playing in the game and the size of the box it's it's super nice you know like his predecessors it's very small um, so you can, it's a, it makes it great for you to take it to a plane, to a, a trip, you know, in a backpack. It doesn't take too much of space of your, on a backpack or, or on a, on a luggage. Um, on the back of the game, you will have a description of the, of the game. I'm sorry, in the back of the box, you have tiny epic zombies. You will, uh, have a description of the game. You have the item meeples, which features, uh, four equipable meeples, which is pretty nice. Actually, you have like a little, uh, motorcycle and a little, um, a police car that you will be able to put your maple on it and travel to a different locations that I will explain during the gameplay. Um, you will have um, two of these vehicles. It's uh, easy entry. It's high strategy game. It's a low downtime. It's placed in a short time and high replayability, which is true. And it came all in this small box. The time of each game, it tells you that it's 30 to 45 minutes. That is played one to five players and the eight, it's ages 14 plus. Once again, it's from Gambling Games, designer by Scott Elms, um, illustrator by Miguel Com Coimbra, editor Dylan Phillips, and it's a 3D design of Emerson Matsushi, uh, published by Gambling Games in 2018. And now let's jump inside the box to see what we find there. Inside the box. 
Inside the box, you will find a very, very nice illustrated 20 double-sided pages rulebook. Uh, the illustrations are great, it's full color. It will explain to you all the different rules of survival for the game. Because this game, it's very uh, replayable. And it's because you have very, very different modes of game. You can play it as a solo. You can play it at one versus one, two versus one. You can make up teams. Uh, it's, it's, it's great how they develop all the different game modes that you can see during the game. Inside the box, you will see that it contains four item apples, 12 equipable item, uh, items, I'm sorry, 14 different player cards. Now, if you get the Kickstarter version or the Gen Con version, you will get some extra characters. Uh, you will have nine mall cards, which is uh, for you to set up the mall, uh, which is going to be the, the, the play board, the game area. Uh, nine objective cards, 32 search cards, uh, the motorcycle and the police car, which they are made of wood, uh, a melee die, 18 uh, zombie tokens, uh, 28 tokens, which are made of wood, and 33 objective tokens, and like I said, the beautiful, uh, very highly illustrated rulebook that you will find. Uh, you, will have, you will also have some cards uh, that they will uh, be forming your search deck and your um, exploration deck. So you have, like usually in every tiny epic game, very high quality, small components for you to play the game. The character um, uh, sheets or the character, uh, you know, little cards are great they're double-sided because you will have the side of the of the human form and the side of the zombie form but the illustration are great i really love the illustration of this game uh all the different uh how they explain all the different uh roles of the zombie characters the different uh actions that they will be able to take the colors that they mixed for the illustrations is just great on each character you will have also the two slots for uh, to carry the the melee attack or the melee weapon and the range attack on the range weapon you know and i will be explaining uh a little bit more of that during the gameplay and once i explain you how how the game plays but it's great the illustration is just great um it's probably from all the tiny epic games from all the tiny epic uh, you know galaxies and defenders and western from all of those definitely this one in my opinion is it has the best illustrations. It's just great, very thematic. I love the zombie, the zombie games in particular. I love The Walking Dead, the comics and the TV show. So this is just great. The characters are very well developed and the quality of the illustration is just great, amazing. Now let's see how it plays in all the different uh, game modes that you will be able to play during this game. Gameplay. For the gameplay, it's important to mention that this game it's one to five players, but you will have five different ways to play. First one, cooperative versus zombie. This is three to five players, a team of human player versus a zombie player. You can also play cooperative, which is two to four players, a team of human players versus the game's AI, which is the zombie that is going to be chasing everybody during the game. You can also play competitive versus zombie, three to five players. Competitive human players versus a zombie player. So pretty much one character will be playing as a zombie, trying to defeat the three other guys. You can also play it competitive, two to four players. A competitive human players versus the game AI, which is the zombie. Or you can also play it, of course, solo, one player. 
alone human player versus the game AI, which is the zombie. I've been trying this mode already three times and I had a blast. It's great. The mechanics are great, super thematic. The objectives of the objective cards are very, very well explained. It's super, super nice, and I had a lot of fun. The cooperative versus zombie player game is described on their rule book as well. Uh, the other game mode are played with minor changes, which of course you will find it also on their rule book. Right now, I would like to explain the solo and cooperative version of the game. So pretty much you will be setting up a mall, like in every zombie movie, you know, you have the mall, you will be facing the main, the main place or the main, uh, the center of the board where all the characters are going to be starting their turns there. Also, you will be placing all the different stores surrounding that area. And during the game, you will have three different objective cards that you will draw randomly before you start the game. And you will be trying to succeed with these objectives before the zombies actually kill you. So you will be trying to move around the stores in the mall. You will be getting different gadgets. You will be doing different actions. You will be trying to shoot the zombies across the room. And you will be trying also to explore each room in order to succeed with uh, all of your objective cards. Which, talking about the objective cards, um, they're double-sided. And it's depending if you're playing the competitive objective or the cooperative objective. For example, I have one that it says fix the helicopter. So in this objective in particular, you will be trying to find uh, different gears from uh, all the uh, stores in the mall in order to get the helicopter fixed and then you can escape with that. So it's just to give you an example how the objective cards uh, pretty much in you know a few words how they, how they uh, work. So, for example, this one, it says, after entering a room with the part token, killing a zombie if necessary, and if there are no zombies in the store, that player may pick it up, placing it on their card. They must then bring it back to the courtyard. The courtyard is the, the main room, the middle room that I told you that is going to be surrounded by all different stores where you're going to start and where you need to bring all the, all the objective tokens that you're going to be getting through the stores. So once you, get a, uh, once you find a gear for the helicopter, you bring it back to the courtyard, and then you advance a track that is that is on the objective cards. So once you get to number four, once you find the four different parts of the helicopter, this is going to be fixed. And if you have the other objectives uh, succeeded, you can escape. If not, well, you will be trying to um, uh, succeed all the different objective cards. Now the stores, they're double-sided too. And they have little symbols, little symbols I'm sorry, where you're going to be placing their starties, the start uh, amount of zombies. Uh, and each store also has different abilities. For example, I'm right now in the gambling world, um, which if you go to a certain part of the store, it will give you a bonus round. If you perform a melee attack against a zombie in this room, gain one additional move this turn. And this is because I haven't talked about the, me the melee and uh, movement. On your turn, you will be able to move three spaces uh, through the stores. The stores are divided by lines, so you will be able to... To move through through each different store, uh, pre, pre, every uh, store has, has different rooms, so you will, you will be able to to move through them and uh, finding different uh, things during the game. Also, if you're uh, in a room that it's adjacent with uh, another room containing a zombie, you can shoot them with your ranged weapon. If at some point your health and your ranged weapon 
they match in your hell track on your character. Well, that will mean that you now became a zombie. And what is fun about this game is that your character is dead, and you will you will flip the card uh, face up. That means it's double sided, um, and you will have now the zombie version of the of the character. For example, I, I have here in my hand the janitor, and if he dies, he becomes the janitor zombie, and he has different actions. And this zombie is gonna play against you, or against if you're playing solo, or against you and your fellows if you're playing cooperative during the game. So it will be more hard now to succeed once every character dies. You start with, if let's say if you're playing a two-player game, you start with two characters, one character each, but also you will have some meeples on the courtyard that they will represent backup characters. If one of you died, you simply start with another meeple, you draw a random character card, and you start playing in the mall, trying to still uh, completing the objective cards. Uh, if all the characters are dead, or if you don't have any more maples in the courtyard, well, you lose the game. So after you do all your movement and you shoot the zombies, you try to kill them, you either hop into the, um, onto the motorcycle or the police car, or after you rescue some um, people around the mall, or after you trying to get years to uh, succeed with your objective tokens, after you do all that, now it's going to be the zombie turn. Depending of the, of the, of the store, if it was... If it made noise during your turn, um, the zombie will drag more zombies through that store. Clockwise order following all the stores in the mall. And he will be trying every time to get into the courtyard to kill more of your... To lower your defense and then kill some of the backup maples that you will have there. He will also be trying to make you damage every turn. And he will have different abilities. If, if you're starting the game and you're lucky and you haven't been killed, your character hasn't been killed then you only will have one zombie ability. Once your character is killed, you will add that zombie side to the zombie team or the zombie player or the zombie AI, and they will have that character ability as well. So that's why I said that every time that a character dies, it makes the game harder and harder every single time. So this is how you play pretty much in a few words as a solo or as a cooperative. But once again, like I mentioned at the beginning, you will have different game modes that you can play during the game. And you will find all of these very, very self-explanatory on the rulebook. Once again, the rulebook is very well designed, very well um, written, I will say, because it's super easy to learn. It will explain you all the different icons, all the different abilities, all the different objective uh, cards and tokens, all the different uh, aspects of each round. If check for noise, the zombie turn, like I said, check for noise, add new zombies, and then you will be dealing new uh, search cards for uh, the players. So that's pretty much how the so Tiny Epic Zombies is played for a solo and a cooperative. Solo or cooperative? This is going to be a hard question for this particular game. Uh, and why? Is because this game plays just very very good as a cooperative also as a solo I had a very nice experience now it's important to mention that one of my favorite themes for board games and for TV shows and movies is uh, the zombie atmosphere so uh, that being said that's probably why I also really enjoy my solo experience the mechanics are great it's different it feels different uh, probably 
as a solo, my favorite before this one was Tiny Epic Galaxies. But the mechanics are very different. Like I said, like I mentioned on the gameplay, in this game, you're going to be moving around different stores, different rooms, trying to pick up certain items that you need. You will be trying to get it back to the to the courtyard and then to try to keep uh, achieving goals on your um, objective cards. You will be trying to kill zombies with your weapon, but you don't want to go too crazy because you can be killed at the same point if if you you have a matching scale hell track and of nine zero to nine and in one side you will have the bullet which represents the range gun and in the other one you will have the little like a health token and if they get together or they match at any number let's say that my bullet is on six and my health is at, my health is at four and then i shoot another time i go with the bullet to five and then i get an uh i get injured by a walker or a zombie then they oh, they both gonna be on five. That means that that's how you die pretty much. So that aspect of the game that you need to be very careful about where and to use your uh, your gun or where and to not to risk not to risk you to lose uh, more health. That makes the game very attractive and very fun. Um, I play it solo, like I mentioned before, a couple of times, and I really enjoy it. I play cooperative too, and I really enjoy it. I haven't played competitive. I need to be honest with you. I haven't played competitive, but I'm pretty sure that it's super fun. I've been watching some videos. I've been reading the rule book. I've been playing some turns just to to see how I get the feeling. But I haven't played like a full game as a competitive. That's what I want to say. And so I don't have a very um, uh, trusted opinion about that. Um, so that being said, I think that this particular game, because he's has his... Um, it has a high replayability and it has very different and unique game modes. I will go with this game cooperative. I think it works better, uh, you know, around the table trying to discuss, okay, now probably it's a good turn for me and go and pick up the, the motorcycle and that way I can go to the other store of the mall, which is on the opposite side. I'm in the south and I need to go north. Or make decisions between the group like, okay, probably you should go and pick up that token and I will try to go and rescue this person. Or um, probably you can focus and and fix the helicopter and I can try to uh, get the radio back to function in that way I can call the CDC or different things, you know. So I think uh, the game plays very well as cooperative because it's going to be at some point um, tense but in a good way. Uh, we will be trying to make decisions and we will be trying to all to survive. Not to risk it too much, not to go to crazy shooting to everybody. Now, what is pretty cool about the game is like in the previous editions of, of the Tiny Epics, you will have little uh, little accessories that you can put to your maple. Like you will have a chainsaw, you will have a shotgun, you will have a, a sword. You have the, all different kinds of things and axe that you can use in order to help you to kill the, the zombies. So... That being said, I go with this game as a cooperative. Now, another aspect that I've been doing on my last uh, section of the show uh, is that I'll be uh, rating the games on 1 through 10, which 10 being excellent and that I can play it every every time. I want to make a clarification about this because I'm, I'm taking the ratings from Board Game Geek and I want to explain to you how probably... I mean, if, if you happen to if you happen not to be there before in Board Game Geek uh, in that particular section, I can explain to you how this rating works. So, 
in one we have that it's an awful game and defies the game description in uh, second place a game will, that will be very bad that you won't play ever again uh, third which is bad likely won't play this again fourth not so good but could play it again five is the average slightly boring take it or leave it six it's okay we'll play it in the mood seven good usually willing to play eight very good enjoy playing i will suggest it nine excellent always enjoy playing it and ten outstanding will enjoy playing and expect this will never change that being said now that i explained the ratings that i take in consideration in order to give my my personal qualification review for each game i think for these uh particular tiny epic zombies i will try to give a 7.5 you know it's between usually willing to play and enjoy playing and will suggest it so i guess yeah more towards the eight let's let's put an a there i think the game is very good i will give it an a to tiny epic zombies i really enjoyed playing it and i really suggest it to all of you guys that have uh, haven't tried the game yet please go and try to get it it's super fun you won't regret it if you are a solo player you will have a lot of fun if you have a uh group of players and you really enjoy playing cooperative you won't you won't be uh, disappointed and then also if you have a group of players that they don't like to play cooperative games well you will also be able to play competitive with this game so tiny epic zombies just to put it this way it's a very good game it really surprised me it exceeded my expectations since i uh, saw it on kickstarter last year i was very interested in it but I had my, you know, my cautions about the game. But then when I bought it on Gen Con, I was super, super glad that I got it. I was also very thankful because in the Gen Con version, you got the Kickstarter version, which, like I said before, it includes some extra characters and some extra tokens. Uh, now, I, I was regretted that I didn't get it on Kickstarter, but because of that, I'm, I'm not too much. Um, but I feel like now I need to go and get Tiny Epic Mechs because I feel that probably is going to be also very cool as it was Tiny Epic Zombies. So check it out, Tiny Epic Zombies. You won't regret it. It's a great game. And thanks for listening to this episode. By the way, before I say goodbye, uh, just a quick reminder, like I mentioned at the beginning, please uh, look for us on Facebook as Solo BG Podcast. Once again, on Facebook as Solo BG Podcast. We will be starting to uh, start a Twitter account soon and an Instagram account soon. And thank you very much for all of you that have been listening to the show and now being giving likes on Facebook and all of you that have been sent uh, text uh, showing the support. And if anybody out there hearing this podcast uh, and you want to participate on the podcast, please feel free to send an email to solobgpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, solo bg podcast at gmail.com and everybody's more than welcome to be on the show we can talk about a particular game or a particular subject of course related to the board games thank you so much until next time see you through the speaker and at the tabletop. Mm-hmm.